Hello and welcome. Welcome to this Life Watch Eric podcast. In fact, welcome back to this mini series dedicated to women in science. Thanks very much for joining us today. I'm Julian Kenny, communication officer. Now, in order to celebrate the International Women's Day 2023, we've invited women scientists from our eight distributed centers to talk openly about themselves and their work and to reflect on their experiences, two at a time. These voices of women at LifeWatch Eric Conversations not only showcase women's contribution to society and to science, they also reinforce LifeWatch Eric's support for the European Union's gender equality strategy, which we incorporate into our everyday operations. And today, I'm delighted to welcome to the studio guests from Bulgaria and Italy. Desislava Dimitrova from the Institute of Biodiversity and Ecosystem Research at the Bulgarian Academy of Sciences in Sofia, and Priscilla Licandro, science researcher, Integrative Marine Ecology Department at the Stazione Zoologica Anton Dorn in Naples. Another lovely international mix. Thank you both very much for joining us in the studio today. Good morning, Julia. Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay, let's start off from the work you do. This is Lava. Maybe start with you. What is it you do exactly? Um, I'm ethnobotanist. In the last maybe twenty years, my I'm, my education is in biology, botany, and then I specialized in ethnobotany. And ethnobotany is this branch of botany in which uh, we understand how people and plants communicate, or how plants are used in everyday life of by people, especially by local communities. All right. So it's a terrestrial-based thing, whereas, Patricia, you're more of a marine person. Yeah, I am a marine biologist and uh, I study plankton, zooplankton, so this little creature that uh, you don't see at sea when you swim, but if you move with your hands overnight, you will see bioluminescence. Mm. That's it, that's plankton, mm. which is also the food for fish. And so my job is to look at them and to better understand how they change. I have been over uh, my career studying uh, how they change in relation with climate change, how they migrate due to climate change, and have a specific love for jellyfish and gelatinous zooplankton, and uh, so love them, and how this change affects, uh, for instance, uh, uh, higher trophic levels such as fish or mammals, other organisms in the sea. Yeah. yeah. Well, how did you manage to become a scientist and what make you, makes you love jellyfish? Everybody hates them. Yeah. No, I, uh, when I was a kid, I would, uh, at the time, we would spend two or three months at sea uh, in, the, in the holiday at summer. And so we would always go to Liguria uh, swimming and uh, because my mom is from there. Mm. And uh, I loved uh, to swim. I love the sea, the creature. And one of these days when I was about nine, I was sw- swimming with a friend of mine. And then she told me, you know what? I'm going to be a marine biology. I'm going to study marine biology and then go in Naples and work uh, at the aquarium. 
And I said, oh, whoa, can you really do this as a job? I thought, you know, it's just for fun. Uh. So she gave me the idea. And then a few decades afterwards, I ended up working in Naples <laughs> at the Stazione Zoologica, How is Life? So that's it. <laughs> Casuality, really. <laughs> what about you, Desislava? Uh, I'm laughing because um, it is uh, very funny how chance uh, um, shapes our attitudes, our choices, and so on. Because um, I I decided to study biology just because I have interest in that. Mm. Then I selected plants because um, I I like them. You like them, but, uh, but um, I became ethnobotanist thanks to my uh, meeting with Slow Food, which is Italian uh, organization. And uh, when I heard what they are doing. I said, aha, as just as Priscilla said, this is um, something, this can be my job and in the same time my hobby because I like cooking and for me food is not just um, uh, some physiological commodity uh, thing, <laughs> but it's uh, also culture, it's emotions, it's sharing, it's knowledge, much behind, uh, it's history also. So then um, I started sw- slowly to merge my academic career with my slow food passion. And this is how I ended up with uh, ethnobotany as a job. That's great. And um, I think that um, doing these um, two things, working with people in the gr- on the ground and doing my job as an academician uh, gives me a very specific perspective because somehow I uh, managed to connect um, my abilities as a researcher uh, with the help for these people on the ground and also to by promoting what they have preserved so far uh, helps them um, them to reappreciate what they have, mm-hmm. and this motivates them to to keep it to f- for the future. So you put your heart, you put your heart in your job, right? This is love. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I I say I would say that I am really lucky, and I appreciate this great chance in life because what I am doing uh, is not just a job from eight to five and um, forgetting about it when I go home. But it's um, it's my job as an ethnobotanist is my life, which is which makes my life much easier on the one hand and much more pleasant, of course. Yeah, I understand. You've both followed your passion. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely. But in what might generally be considered a male domain, have you experienced gender bias or sort of obstacles in your in your work? This is lava first. <laughs> Let's hear from Okay. Mm, I think that um, uh, the challenge to be a woman in science is uh, how much time you can, can dedicate to your work when you have to combine it with family, with kids, and all that. Uh, but 
I would say that being a woman, especially for me in my job, is um, an opportunity because, uh, you know, this, uh, the treasurers of uh, traditional knowledge are mostly women. Hmm. And uh, so we we get very easily in contact, and it's more like sharing, not like not like researching um, hmm. uh, the, the the on the ground. And also, I think that um, working with food and food knowledge, food traditions, to be a woman helps because cooking and food is more female uh, job, although there are brilliant chefs as well and men who are passionate about food but um, somehow um, I think we or or at least I have inherited from my family my mother grandmother this relation emotional relation with food which I think helps in the analysis of the facts that we collect on the ground Mm. good now in my experience uh, I can say I could write a book about that, but I, I, I try to stay <laughs> short. No, I agree on what this is Lava says that, uh, we have strength. I personally, I was uh, working and living, uh, in three different countries. So I've got experience across the board. The country are Italy, France, and UK. I, in my experience, I've, uh, yeah, I've definitely found, uh, you know, challenges because of the gender, uh, starting from when I started to, 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 I was doing my master thesis. So the first step when I met my professor, who was a lady, was a woman and she, she was my mentor and she was very good in pushing me. And uh, she was, uh, a very important person for me. She motivated me to go out there. So I was lucky, very lucky for that because it was quite unusual in marine biology to have, there weren't many women at the time. Mm. And then when I asked for my PhD, no, my master project, basically they would give to women things to stay in the lab rather than to go out at sea because to go out at sea was more a male thing because you have to carry heavy loads. Mm. This was a very macho at the time, but I have to say, you know, I did ev- everything like, you know, um, experience at sea, many things. So I, I got this opportunity anyway, but, um, but uh, yes, I found that in some instances, uh, the male were favored as opposed to the woman. I also experience uh, uh, negative, uh, like, uh, I would I say, example from women themselves towards other women. Really? Because uh, there is, uh, I found a lot, uh, women in science are more competitive than men, and they are not supporting each other very much in many instances, while men always uh, support and they have uh, mm, good yeah a good relationship and they are uh, yeah they are like um, supportive to each other while uh, women they are very um how would i say um uh, serious and uh, yeah they pretend which is good but uh, on the same time uh, they are not supportive very much they used to be not very do women have to work harder to have the same 
career success as a man? Uh, I think so. I think so. And uh, sometimes uh, I think now things are better compared to the beginning because uh, there are more and more women that go outside mm. and they, they are given opportunity. Mm. And then obviously if they are good, then they come back and bring their own experience and that counts. Uh, but yeah, in general, I would say it's harder and, uh, and we are not, um, we also, as you said, uh, this is lava, the, it's important to support women, even in the role that they have in the society with the family, with the kids. And uh, if you talk uh, with colleagues, or, but even myself, sometimes when you need to employ some ladies, you think twice because she could get pregnant things like that, even though in the end uh, it shouldn't count and it doesn't count. But the first attitude is to think to that as well. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, there is a need to improve this uh, also from the society, the support, because it's a very, very important. It's a very important role. And women, they have other sides that are real, real strength that they can bring anyway to science, I think. Yeah. I think that uh, this is a very important issue which uh, Priscio just touched because um, we speak in our society about gender balance and uh, but it's just in words uh, which makes in the end women more competitive as you rightly said and um, in the end a woman has to choose sooner or later, whether she will be a mother, a, a wife, or she will be a scientist. And this should not be, because um, I think uh, women can bring a, a different aspect to science as well, to interpretation, to, to the environment, to the scientific environment in which we all are. And... Um, Instead of cutting off the weaknesses of the women, like um, becoming mothers, going on maternal leave, and so on and so forth, it's not, uh, not a weakness. It's, exactly. uh, yeah, it's it's considered to be a weakness. So it's um, uh, I think uh, we we need to as women in science, we need to pose these questions and to fight for that because otherwise um, we are more or less excluded. For instance, when I was, um, my, my daughter was young, uh, I took her with me in the field and I think that this was quite good for her as well because this is how she got the connection the genuine connection with nature and with people in rural areas and this is something that will be useful for her during all her life but not every woman can do so because if you work in dangerous environment in uh, laboratories with uh, chemicals and so on you cannot bring your child there and you have to choose a child or uh, papers in um, respected journals. So it's it's not a fair choice. No, mm. I agree. Mm. And mm. you lose uh, you lose important quality that the people can bring because if the women that make a career are just the copy of men, then you lose strength. I would say, yeah. Yeah. Whereas having 
yeah, at least a mix of men and women. Yeah. It sort of humanizes the science a bit, which is... Um, so to bring a women quality in the way that women works in science without mimic, imitating men, so without having, you know, hmm. bring their own view, which are different, bring uh, even, uh, yeah, understanding that you cannot always work uh, nine hours per day, but there are periods where you can do something different yes. and accept this. Yeah. this we, I think we still need to work on that. Mm. This is Slava. Um, Priscilla mentioned along the way sort of some mentors and, you know, um, people who've guided her in her life. Had, has there been anybody particular in your career? I think that in uh, my somehow I, I I was thinking about this question and uh, somehow um, I, I was shaped like a scientist more by people by the people on the ground, mm. not so much by um, uh, some special figure um, in in the scientific in the scientific world. Maybe this is again another female aspect because I I I consider science as a human occupation, and um, that's why for me the human aspect of all what I'm doing is much more important. And if I take examples, this is in this in this field. And I think that also maybe because of the topic in which I am, to me, uh, what is really something to be followed as an example is dedication to your job, to what you do, but also not for not forgetting that we are all humans. And we have to give back to, to, to our respondents in, in my case. So I cannot consider myself as um, um, something that is separated from the people whom I research. Hmm. Interesting. Priscilla, any other mentor figures in, in your life? Ah. I had the men as well that encouraged me. So yeah, as this is Lava says, it's not only women. Uh, yeah, I always find somebody, and I I think not necessarily mentor, but I have to say sometimes in difficult time colleagues. Mm. So same level, but colleague woman that really encouraged me, and uh, you know mm, reward provided, uh, uh, you know, concrete uh, rewards mm. towards me, which really encouraged me to say, look, in this field, there are good people. Because uh, sometimes, and that's what I also try to be for the others, sometimes people from the outside, they think that scientists are just uh, politicians of science, let's mm. say. Mm. So people that just go to meetings, they do speeches, but, uh, you know, they make a career because they follow certain rules. They don't bother about real science, which is instead what real scientists bother about. Right. And so you can be, and I think it's good to show that there are normal people, good people mm. that do science. We have uh, our duty to be good people and to mm. stay there because if we leave, because we are discouraged sometimes, who is going to stay? Mm. Yeah, it's necessary. 
we we owe it to society. It's uh, we're taking the world forward. Yeah. Look, but lastly, just um, a quick. What would be your words of advice to young women starting out in the field of science? Go out there. Don't have any fear. Just dream big and, uh, and do it. Try it. The worst thing that can happen to you is that you don't make it. But don't follow anyone that tells you that you cannot do it. Just do it and don't have any fear. You can do anything you want if you really want it. This is what you like. Uh, I would add to what Priscilla just said. I uh, completely agree with this, but I would add, don't forget that you are females. Don't forget your female power. And also try to find um, a job that um, warms your heart. Because um, I think that um, for any human being, men or or woman, uh, a warm heart is a great, great advantage in everything and in science as well, because um, in the end, we are the ones who explain the world to the society, different aspects of the world. And if we do not do it with um, human passion, with, if we forget that we are humans before everything, then what, what are the messages that we are giving to the society? Yeah, mm-hmm. I fully agree. Va dove ti porta il cuore. <laughs> <laughs> Go where your heart takes you. Look, it's fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for, you know, your honesty, your openness. Um, I think your messages are an important contribution to International Women's Day. And you both talk about, um, you know, the human side and humanizing science. And that's been one of our drivers here at LifeWatch, Eric, to put a human face on science. So thank you for doing precisely that. You're very good. Thank you. Thank you to, to LifeWatch, Eric, for inviting us and to listening and to about this important topic. This shows that they are really on the right side. <laughs> Good on you. Thank you. Well, look, you could stay in touch, as I would encourage all our other listeners to stay in touch because we'll be releasing um, this series. Um, Definitely. You know, um, very shortly. Um, keep an eye open for the various podcasts. And um, until then, thanks again. All the best. Thank you. An encouragement to everyone. Women in, sp- in particular. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. All the best. Bye. Ciao, ciao, and have a nice spring. Bye.